What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shona of 71, and your auditory canals are locked into episode 103 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me and my partners in crime, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res. Hey, that's right. Hey, 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 hey. Low res. What's going on, brother? Every day. Low res, Dez. What's up? Uh, Not much. Just happy to be here on our fourth episode of a 104th episode. Can't wait. Because if y'all have been listening, today's the day when we give all of our, we let everyone, you know, who was, uh, who's, who, who entered into our, entered into our contest, we're going to be giving out, giving out some games. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Going to make you wait a little bit, but you know how it is. It's worth it. It's, I think they call that uh, uh, building the suspense. Or there something you go. Like that. Something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We are building <laughs> the suspense. Keeping you folks listening like you wouldn't be listening already, but <laughs> there you go. And of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Uh, happy to be here. I'm into like like my third, fourth day of next gen gaming, and like I haven't literally have not played a PS5 game yet, so. <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah, back and pat or die over here. So. You should have bought an Xbox. <laughs> Saved your money. Oh hell's to the no no Save no. Saved your money I, and played your PS4. I have I have like about ten Xbox One games. I think I have like eight hundred <laughs> PS4 games. So negatory on that Ghost Rider. Negatory. <laughs> so, uh, I got too much of a catalog, you know. I don't need no games pass. My games pass is like in my game room and on my digital library, for God's sake. So I'm I'm a damn damn game whale. You just call it, call it. Yep. Well, all right. Well, folks, as hold on, usual... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I wonder if you're a game whale. I wonder who's your Ahab then, like. <laughs> Just kind of thinking about that. Who's your who's who's your Ahab if you're the game whale? Like Hopefully. I guess it's I guess it would be the um whatever game you know you can't get or you know game that you need to get like that's your that's your that's your uh, your you interrupted Kevin for that. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what I'm I'm trying to think when you when you make these you know when you, when you, when you hypothesize over here. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. You know, we, we we are intellectuals. <laughs> speak for yourself, sir. Speak for yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, all right, folks. As usual, the first topic on the dock is going to be the playlist. All right, Des, let's kick things off with you. What you been playing, man? Well, my friends, what have I been playing? Um, so finally stopped playing so obsessively about the you know the unpacking game and and fixing up the house game. So um, it's like that game moving out, but moving in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, no, no, I've actually sat down and really started playing my PS4, and um, I sat down and I just really kind of you know accepted the fact that I like 
those top-down isometric, you know, Diablo type games. You know, we know Joe and I have spent a lot of time on uh, Torchlight 2, and I just was just like, you know what, I really like that 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 gameplay. And so I really started digging back into my back catalog to see what other type of games that are like that that I might have missed. And I know that a while ago. Uh, I started. Play- I downloaded uh, Van Helsing because they had a big deal on them on the PSN store. So I downloaded Van Helsing one, two, and three. You know, and I Joe and I started playing that, and I thought about going back to that, but I was like, nah. You know, I want something, you know, a little bit more bells and whistles. So then I went to. Well, so I didn't play that this week, but then, but then I downloaded Diablo three, and I figured, well, you know, let me see if I can sink my teeth back into Diablo. Uh, Diablo 3 and see how that goes because it it plays so differently. Um, well, I mean the it, okay, it doesn't play differently in in that you know it's a top down you know and you're running around and you're you know holding the button down and you're doing moves and stuff like that. So the gameplay you know is almost carbon copy, but just like the way it looks and the story and stuff like that. So so I, I downloaded that and Joe popped in and he was giving me grief. He was all like, oh. I figure this is going to be like one of those one and done type of things. You make I can load it up and never like play it once. And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I'm just experimenting. So just, so just hush up. So, so he played that with me. Yeah, it's just, uh, dude, when we were playing, it's like you gave me an option. You left it up to me. I did. I picked, I picked Diablo three, and then you're like, and we started here. playing. Yeah, we well, played I, for like an hour. I think more like the half an hour, 40 minutes. No, it was not half an hour. We played it for like an hour because remember, you had to download it. So, and then, and then after that, you know, yeah, you, you, you said, were the, you were itching to play Darksiders Genesis, which you're going to talk about right now. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, you're like, uh, you know, you know, so you know talk about it in the background saying, oh, I'm going to play Darksiders. Okay. I did not say that. <laughs> In any case, so I mean, yeah. played Torchlight yeah. 2, and then I played Diablo, and then we played Darksiders Genesis. And um, I don't know, that game's really kind of fun. Um, it's it's a two-player game, which is interesting in itself, because usually, um, you know, top-down, those, those top-down games are usually multiplayer. They're multiplayer, so they want you to play at least, you know, like four to four to eight, you know, characters or something. But this one, it's just the two horsemen, Strife and War. And I tell you, it's not bad. It is really not bad. Um, I think I think the first part of the game, when you're running through and you're and you're playing it, you're you're just, you know, you're you're. It's hard to explain. It's like it's like the first the first part of the of the game is like just it's just like the tutorial, as you're learning how to play the game. And I thought, okay, this is all you know. You get little things that you can up upgrade your characters and whatnot. But I was thinking, okay, is this the is this it? Is this what the game is going to be? But then after you get through the first the first little area, then you actually start to get um, the game starts to open up, and you're able to you know start you know as you defeat people uh, or defeat characters, you get to um, equip their their essence or something, and you get to equip it, and it changes how you play, how how the how the um, how the uh the characters play and as you beat different different um character or different bosses you get power ups for each of your characters and it's different because sometimes war will get a power up and then sometimes strife will get a power up but if you're playing single you can switch between the two anytime you want but when you're playing with someone else you pick a person and you stick to that person and you can only change if the other person agrees to it and then you can swap 
but it was funny because I really, you know, have always been a distance player. I always play the mage. I always play a distance hanging in the back. And Joe always plays sort of the more, he has a more aggressive play style. So it was funny because he was playing war. I was playing strife and we were both having a great time. And I said, okay, why don't we trade, trade up, you know, why don't we trade it? And he said, okay. And then we played, then we traded it and we played it for like maybe five, 10 minutes as the other character. And I was like, I don't think I like war. And and Joe was like, I don't think I like strife. This is, this is different playing, you know, playing war, you know, because he's a lot heavier and chunkier in his, in his moves and strife is a lot more, you know, agile and a little bit about quicker. So it was just kind of funny that, that we both have, have like a certain play style. And then when we, when we switched back to our respective characters, it felt like, <laughs> you know, I felt like we were, and then I started doing much better. Joe was probably doing much better. So it was just funny. Uh, and it just shows how each character plays so differently. And I think they really captured that with these two game with these two characters. Um, so well, it's, I, a, it's a kind of a good thing because of the fact that you, in these type of games, you get used to just rinsing, repeating the same type of attacks. And so by switching up, I think it's just like, you know, you're not prepared. I know for certain games like Torchlight or Diablo, when I'm playing more of a distance character like Strife, you know, I have to get into the minutia and the repetition of the combat to really kind of let it sink in and let it sink. And so just it was just kind of jarring to switch characters. So played games with you a lot and i think you definitely like to play have a much more aggressive play style getting up close and that kind of visceral attacking you know and what i I like about it is there's executions in it and it's like you know he play like this war plays a lot more aggressively because he has the sword and he's in your face and you know and i've always always like whenever we play together like you always play those kind of like really more aggressive type characters so it's kind of cool yeah yeah, like, um, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, good. Okay. So, um, so Dark Star was a really fun game. I'm really looking forward to playing it with Joe again. Um, and then I was still looking through my through my back catalog for these type of games. And then I saw that I have Shadows Awakening. Probably don't know that much about the game, um, but it was a it's a pretty fun little little top down you know game. But it's not multiplayer. You know, you it's one player, which is an interesting kind of thought because it plays a lot like uh, uh, Dragon Siege Three. Was that it? The one from Dungeon Siege. Dungeon Siege. Thank you. I know it was a D, but du- it plays like Dungeon Siege. But uh, the only difference is you play as you, like you're you're this demon, and then you and then in order you you have these puppets, which are the which are the player characters that exist. And the material plane, and then the demon exists in the in the in the ether or the other plane. And so, you know, once you you pick a a person you want to play with, you know, either you know a warrior, a ranger, or a mage, and they all have their different backgrounds. And then once you pick that character, then um, as you go th- play that person's story out, you'll meet other people that are quote unquote puppets. They're basically beings that tie the demon to the material plane so you either when you're running around you as a as one of the one of the characters you can affect stuff in the in the mortal world and then when you switch into the to the demon's world you you it's a shadow of the other of the other place and you can go into 
uh, different parts of the of the map that you couldn't get to when you are in in the in the mortal realm. So it's a fun it's a fun game uh, because number one because of 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 the characters that you that you get to play as and their interaction because it's all tied to the history and the lore of the of the world that you're playing in and and like if you pick one guy like you if you play the warrior there's a huge story about family that loyalty and then he he's recently dead and then if you play the 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 um the archer or the ranger range character he died like a hundred years ago and so he has different things if you, if you play the mage she's died like a, a century ago and so she's she's like i don't know what's everything's so different and stuff because she hasn't been alive in such a long time and so there's these mysteries about how you died and everything so it's a fun little game i probably will go back to it when i'm not playing um when i'm not playing um a multi-plat a multi-plat game but it's a really it's a fun little game it looks pretty decent you know, it's a decent little game. Um, it, it doesn't have a ton of depth, but but you know, it's not Diablo. You know, but it doesn't need to be. It's it's its own thing, and I think that I, I really like the 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 mechanic of being, you know, being in the in the material plane and then the the ether plane and then like changing up and seeing seeing where you can go and stuff. So a little puzzle solving. So it's a fun game. It's called Shadows Awakening. It's super cheap. Uh, PS4, I think it's on PSN. Um, you can probably get it on a sale at GameStop for for pennies if you want to check it out. It's a pretty. Eh, good it's game. not that it's not that cheap, but you can still find it's affordable. So it's also okay. on Xbox and PC as well, sir. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize the developer of that game actually did Vikings Wolves of Midgard, which I play with you a bit too. Which is a good game too. Like I have yeah. that on my hard drive as well, um, and. I wouldn't mind getting back to that game as well, but yeah, I didn't realize that they had made that game as well. But I'm not surprised because I can see some similarities. But uh, Wolves of Midgard, Vikings, Wolves of Midgard is a pretty good game too. So if this is the type of gaming games that they make, I might have to follow up on them. And then uh, to top it all off, I actually went back and played Gauntlet Slayer Edition. Now this is an old, an old game. It's a, it's a remake of the original gauntlet and it's a psn game i don't think it ever was it ever released physically i don't even know if it was or not no, but no. It's i don't on think PC so. yeah and this and is a PSN. port yeah this is the port to the psn and this it's i mean it's it's gauntlet but it's pretty cool you know it's def it's, it's top down it plays like gauntlet it's hard it's really hard actually it's a very hard game and um it's not bad, and then you can, you know, as you as you do your different runs, you pick up gold, and and there's this evil guy who talks to you, and you meet him at the beginning, and he he's like, and when you when you destroy the food, he's just like, that probably could have helped you. Why didn't he's like constantly talking shit to you? So it's kind of funny, but but uh, it's a fun little game, you know. I just was just playing it, and I ended up, you know, playing it for like an hour, and I was just. I don't know. I was playing the Valkyrie. You get this kind of Captain America throw. I usually play the wizard, but I was playing the Valkyrie and she has this, you know, cool little, you know, uh, Captain America shield throw. And it's just, it was just kind of fun little like running around. I wouldn't mind playing it with, um, I wouldn't mind playing with, with either Joe or Kevin. Like it was with you guys, it was, it was pretty fun. And it's, I'm, I'm sure you probably have it on your PSN. I think it was a free game at one time. It probably is free now. It's a PS plus. It was a PS plus game. So yeah. So, um, but it's a fun, it was fun. Like I, it's just, it's one of those time wasters. You just put on, 
you run you you run you run a couple of levels and then you, you you amass your gold and then you can unlock stuff but i really like how you get your extra lives uh you can revive but you as many things as you kill you have a little bar that fills up and when it fills up all the way you get an extra life so you basically you're trading in for the amount of people you kill for extra lives and i thought that was a really cool way to do it so like the more you kill the more you can uh come back to life so so those were the those were the games that i was playing in that genre as i was trying to explore what was going on i got uh Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, uh, but I haven't opened it up yet. Um, I I got the you know it came in this past week. I haven't opened it. I got the collector's edition. I will most likely be popping that in sometime this week to see check that out um, because it looks like a fun game. Side scrolling, beat 'em up with farm simulation. I don't know. Like I'm I'm down for it though. And then the last game that I playing I started playing was ever since I. Again, I'm a fan of Joe Magiria, the guy who, Joe, Joe Mad. He started off as an X-Men comic book artist, went on to do um, uh, Battle Chasers, uh, and did his, then went into game design, and then started, did Darksiders. And so he's the guy, he's the, the um, lead designer for uh, the Darksiders franchise, him and he created Airship Syndicate Vigil, I think was his first one. But uh, I've been ha- I've, I've just been a huge fan of his, and so ever since I got really into the Darksiders Genesis, I figured, hey, I have all three of the Darksiders games. I think I'm gonna play through them. I've played them all except for the third one. I I got it on a sale, PSN sale, and I downloaded it. But I have all three of the games downloaded or on my hard drive in my library or in my library. And I figured, what the hell? Why don't I just play them all? You know, that way I can just kind of see exactly what the what the um what the story is about. So I figured, hell, I'm just gonna play them all um in order. Um, not gonna like I'm gonna play them, but I'm not really gonna worry about it. But I'm gonna try to beat them all. That's my that's my goal is to try to beat the Darksiders games, all four of them, just to see, you know, what the story is all about. Um, so come with me on this journey. I'll give you updates every week to tell you how, how that's going and, and everything. And if I've, if I've beaten it or, or what I'm going to move on. So, so I'm, I'm going to, that's going to be a goal of mine is to beat the Darksiders, um, all the, all the games in the Darksiders, uh, games. So cheer me on, you know, in the discord or send me a tweet or something and, you know, I'll tell you all about it. So, so that's me. So, uh, Kev. What have you been playing, buddy? Well, I've been playing Maneater as usual. Um, Whoa, here he comes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm, at, I'm at another one of those, um, those impasses where it's like, okay, I need to do something to to kick off the next story story arc of, of missions. But I'm not exactly sure what it. I wasn't. I wasn't exactly sure what it was. So I. I think it was. Was it last night? It must have been. It might have been last night or night before. I can't remember which. And I looked at. I scrolled back through the uh, the mission sequences, and I have to get like do. I have to clear fifty percent out of this certain area that I am on the map, and I'm at thirty percent right now. So. 
I guess that's kind of sort of what all those air times before where I was stuck and couldn't generate uh, story story arc missions. I think that was the issue. I just needed to do enough to clear. I had to raise a percentage of area cleared in order to kick off the next round of 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 story missions to progress the to progress the game forward. So right now I have the full Bone Shark uh, uh, evolutionary uh, palette or uh, or evolutionary uh, equipment gear, whatever you want to say. I got a bone head. I got bone teeth, <laughs> bone fins, a bone <laughs> bone body, and a bone tail. So I am just this. Uh, I I I look like one of those. Uh, if if you're old enough to remember though these uh, these fossils that they used to sell way way back in the day, and you could buy one of a brontosaurus or a tyrannosaurus, and they had all these exaggerated bones. That's kind of sort of what the shark looks like. <laughs> it's it's just really really weird. Um, I still got my bioelectric, and sometimes I run half bone, half bio. So I have this bone shark that uh, can can shoot these electromagnetic electromagnetic waves through the water when it you know uses a tail attack and you know that kind of thing. The I was stuck for the longest time trying to kill this this orca boss, and it was just a pain in the butt. The I I actually had to look up on YouTube how to beat it, and I think this is another one of those examples about uh, for those who are might be interested. It's going to be on a Black Friday. It's going to it's part of the Black Friday games that are going to be on deep discount during the Black Friday season or Black Friday period rather. And this is a game that you either want to play on next on. I guess would they would we call these current gen now? I guess they'd be current gen console, PS5, uh, Xbox Series uh, consoles, or PC. Because the way you beat the killer whale boss is you basically because because its its attack patterns are so crazy, you just constantly have to be attacking it, and then when it knocks your health down to a certain level. You swim away from it, eat up other fish to build your health back, and then go back and finish it off. Well, playing on the PS4 Pro, I've I've experienced some problems with the game. It will it when things get really busy, it will just start chugging to almost like what looks like it's dropping down to like 20 something or 15 in the teens. The frame rate drops into the teens sometimes when things get busy, but in this area where you fight the orca, there were just no fish in there. So it was just me and the orca in there half the time. There would be fish in there when I first swam in, but as I'm fighting with the orca, the fish would just disappear. So when I start getting gaffled, I don't have a, a resource to replenish my energy. So, you know, I wind up dying. So, I tried it once. Whenever I was playing the the last time I was playing that game, I said I'm gonna try this one more time. So, and this was this was completely by chance. So I'm swimming at the top of the surface of the water. The 
Orca tries to do a, a an attack from below. Well, I I juked and it flew up out of the water and beached itself because you're fighting in like in a I guess it would be the equivalent of an abandoned like Sea World uh stage uh, aquarium. So it's beached on the, on where the crowd would be sitting if there was a crowd. So it's just flopping around up there trying to get back into the water. And one of the evolutionary things that I have is the ability to, you you can't exactly breathe air, but you ha, you can stay, you can spend more time out of the water than you normally can. I have that maxed out. So I hopped out, I swam out the water, hopped around to the orca and just started chewing on it. Well, so it's quote unquote <laughs> dying of, because it's not, I, and then it's another thing, an orca is an, a mammal. So I guess maybe its body weight is crushing its lungs because it's not submerged in water. So I guess that's the only, I guess that's why it can't breathe, but... <laughs> So I just chewed on it till he suffocated. <laughs> just took him out that way. I mean, it was just oh my god. I mean, I I dig oh, okay. the yeah. I I dig the game, but yeah. If you uh, play it on PC or play play it on these uh, this current or next gen consoles, PS5 series consoles, because if you're playing it on a slim or a base. PS4, or even if you're, I would imagine, even if you're running on a, 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 I'm experiencing this on the Pro, and I'm sure it's the same on the One X, it, it, it's it got some issues. <laughs> there are some performance problems, but. I would probably chug on a Series S too, but. Yeah, 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 it, it might, it, it very well might. Um, also played more Alienation. I am four missions away from completing that game. Uh, so I'm going, I'm enjoying, I've enjoyed my time with that. And I think once you complete the game, it starts going into, you start hitting like daily missions and it starts turning into like a, like a, a destiny light type of thing, I think. Uh, so I've been finding, I, I try to play on the highest level I can, but now that I'm closing in on these last four, um, missions, I kind of have to drop my difficulty level down because my weapons are powerful but they don't do enough damage on the this last four on this on this last uh four missions that i'm doing like like the regular alien just the foot soldiers i'm 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 just shooting them and shooting them and shooting them and they they ain't dying <laughs> so uh I need some, I need, I definitely need some higher ranked gear, even more so than the stuff that I've got right now. So, but I'm still enjoying that. And I also played, um, uh, I'm on the last level of Titan Attack and uh, digging that. And, it, and, it, and that's a fun game. Like I said, it's like Space Invaders slash Galaga slash Galaxian, kind of a, a mishmash of all those old school games. So that has been what has been in my rotation for the past week. So we are going to move. Well, oh, no, we got one more. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so used to going last. <laughs> I was getting to move on. But Trader Joe, what you been playing, bro? 
And I think I have an I think I have an idea of uh, you might PS4? even have a hardware review. His PS4 is what he's been playing. Uh, maybe I've been playing PS4 games. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I I received my uh, PlayStation Five. So the launch day was on Thursday. I wanted to picking one up, but. I was too tired that day to fire it up, and I had to get like my uh, mental wherewithal together to get my setup all ready to go. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, I have Astro A50 uh, headset, uh, so it's basically because of the fact that the PS5 does not have an optical out um, for me to still use my headset on the PlayStation 5 and have adequate chat functionality meaning i'm able to mix the chat versus the game audio and so on and so forth since i spend so much time online playing with desmond and everyone else on there so but uh, i had to uh, hook my ps5 up connect it to the uh, astro hdmi box so i could gain an optical out then from there uh, have the hdmi go to my psvr breakout box <laughs> and then from the ps VR breakout box that go to my TV. So yeah, it's just hard road to toe. Um, I had some uh, issues with my TV and the PS5. So I had was sitting here troubleshooting, thinking it was maybe a disconnection of either the breakout box for the PlayStation VR or the breakout box for the Astro headset. And then actually, it was just my TV was not playing nice with the ps5 um i guess for whatever the full bandwidth of the 4k uh wasn't gonna allow it it was i kept it kept flashing every two seconds on there so and it's like literally like you know someone was sitting there strobing the connection like pulling the cable in and out <laughs> uh for a while so it's just like i had to struggle to get to the um setup menu go in and then dial down uh the uh there's like an option in the video menu to go minus one, minus two. I had to go to minus two for it to work. So on there. And then I'll, last but not least, I connected my uh, PS4 external hard drive with like two terabytes full of games on there. And of course, I wound up getting uh, about about 10 to 15 games wound up getting aired out. <laughs> Uh, saying a database error of some sort. So I went in and had to clean all that up on there. I know there has been some uh, you know, people online saying that the external hard drives are possibly bricking some PS5s, and it's just the point with mine. I just had to go in and delete some games off my hard drive and then just obviously go back in and reinstall them. So it's just like not that big of a deal. You know, it's like in the end it got done on there. So you know but as far as what i've played so far um i do own godfall i do own miles morales uh and i've heard some kind of you know people having issues with miles morales specifically with the spider-man remastered so it's like i'm kind of just like if you remember back in the day we're gonna bring back some old gaming vessels highlights remember with anthem remember when anthem was supposed to be bricking bricking some uh, <laughs> ps4s you know so it's like I think I could slow my roll on Spider-Man a bit <laughs> on there. So. Um, yeah, I guess you can. I mean, I and I. Uh, speaking of uh, people, folks being brick, yeah, one of the one of the people that I follow, 
uh, ACG uh, in Greece and Targaming, he was talking about that too. And he was like, damn, like he had, um, like he, <laughs> he had a whole bunch of stuff that he was trying to do, but his, his like copy of his PS5, you know, they sent it to him and it, and it, and it broke, you know, and then he had to like talk to Sony and try to get, try to get new, a new one and stuff. It's just crazy. It's like, I just would like, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it, is it an early adopter kind of situation, you know, or because I mean, maybe it's good not to get it, you know, immediately because, you know, it's, maybe it's not until the second or third version of this, of this game or the system before they really kind of work out the bugs. So I don't think it's a hardware thing. I think it's a software really? a software yeah. thing. Okay. It's a software thing. Yeah. It's definitely a software thing. So I, mean, I just wonder sometimes, you know, because like, I, I don't want to say that they rushed it quote unquote, but, um, but I just kind of think it's like, you know, maybe this not is the problem. Prime time, you know, kind of thing. Say that again. Not ready for prime time kind of thing. Well, you know, yeah. like you think well. of every thousands of, of scenarios and you think of not, you know, 998 of them, but not the other 11, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. But hey, yeah. I just hope you don't, you know, I just hope, you know, you, y'all out there don't get that, don't get that one, that one, you know, one that, that one PS5 that just kind of bricks or freaks out or, you know, or gets the blue ring of death or whatever it's called now. I don't know. There, there, there is no official ring of death with the PlayStation 5. So, you God, know, we don't want to cover that. You know, poor Kev will start like having flashbacks. Like, <laughs> you know? I went through eight of them damn things. Eight. That's too much. That's eight. too many. That's too many. My, my sad thing is the yellow light with the PS3, man. That's like my good old PS3 fat. And it's like, uh, I cry, cry, I cry, because that thing was back compat with the PS2. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I would love to have a uh, PS3. My father-in-law's uh, PS3 fat is still working with all oh. the back compat stuff and all that. So, I mean, he hardly ever uses it. That's why <laughs> it's still working. <laughs> you think he might be willing to, you know sell it for a, a meager profit of some sort i doubt it i yeah, doubt I it because i mean though literally the only thing that he plays he's got like one of those namco collection from from p for ps2 gotcha and he'll watch that and sometimes he'll watch a movie but now that he's got some streaming services uh he mostly uses has uses those streaming services so it it's hardly on, but gotcha. it, it it perfect condition. Hmm. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll have to talk off the air now. <laughs> wow. I want one, man, but you know, we'll see what happens. It's not like high on the high on the list. I think I might but... have one. I think I might have one. I can give you. Wow, you have a fat series. The PS3, the fat one, one of the, one of the old fat ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think I actually do. Oh wow! Okay, we'll talk off air. So. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Okay. <laughs> well, as far as what I've been playing, he's on salivating, the... Kevin. <laughs> I'm okay. It's it's not like the highest priority, but it would be nice. <laughs> so okay. But what I've been playing is a lot of back compat, just like we talked about last episode. I was just like really excited and eager to kind of tear into. Uh, 
some of the back combat stuff. And so I played, you know, obviously still continuing my playthrough of Torchlight on there. It looks great on the PS5. There was not too much difference between the two other than the faster loading on the SSD on the main hard drive on there. Also, like Des talked about earlier in the show, we were playing some Diablo 3. I thought Diablo 3 popped really nice. I thought it looked very very more vivid than what I remembered it looking like. And I don't know if it's maybe just because my old man eyes or whether uh, some of the H- HDR effects that you know PlayStation the PlayStation 5 kind of adds to uh, some of the games, especially if they don't have HDR support. Or maybe it's something where they I th- believe they added HDR after I stopped playing Diablo 3. So I think that's the the main gist of it. Uh, Darksiders Genesis, like uh, Dez said, yeah, I liked what I played. It's a little bit more of a story-based uh, action RPG, so it's like not like a Torchlight or Diablo where it's like loot, loot, loot on top of the you know thing. It's more concentrating on the story of, of war and uh, wrath. Strife. On there. Strife. 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 Wrath. Potato. Potato. So. Uh, played some Genshin Impact just for a second. 60 frames a second on PS5 looks super nice. Uh, pl- dabbled in some Wreckfest. And uh, actually, yesterday I, st- I started firing up. I played uh, quite a bit of Division 2. I actually finally beat the fourth and last boss out of the Warlords of New York expansion. Uh, Kajika. I took down Kajika, so now I'm going to have to go, go after Keener and see what's up with that. But... Uh, uh, I happened to play that last night. I was messing around with the uh, 3D audio. I'm not, I'm still been kind of poking my head around to see if it affects like, you know, uh, PS4 games in the OS, if it's OS wide or whether it's something that is just uh, with specific games that support it uh, per se on there. So, but, uh, you know, if my, my headset situation, the thing about the Astros is that unfortunately they don't support the Tempest 3D audio from the PS5, but they are still good. They still run, you know, Dolby headphone and so on and so forth. So I am kind of on the lookout for a solution for my other audio needs. Like, especially if I'm playing a single player game, I want to have some decent support on there. And uh, actually the um, controller is actually pushing out a little bit more power than the PS4 DualShock on there. So it's like... uh, I found it kind of uh, nice to put a, a low ohm, you know, nice pair of headphones where if it doesn't require like a headphone amp, if they're not like high audiophile headphones, that um, it's actually, it was actually pushing the headphones quite well on there. So I definitely would recommend uh, playing around with the uh, 3D audio and checking out what headphones or earbuds you might have. On there, unfortunately, the PlayStation 5 does not support Bluetooth, so pretty much you're left to, you know, if you have a, a pair of headphones lying around, like give them a shot, see what happens on there. It doesn't necessarily have to be a pair of gaming heads, headphones with a mic and all that, you know, especially if you're playing solo, what's the deal? It doesn't matter as far as you enjoy some of that sweet audio goodness on there but uh, uh the dual sense i i like the weight and the feel of the controller on there but i was been making sure to like check to see and i've synced a couple dual shock fours to it to play some ps uh four games with some with the back button attachment i've been kind of missing the back button attachment on the dual sense i wish there was 
an option to throw a couple of buttons on there, at least to have some sort of attachment. I also powered up my Astro C40 controller, which is that, you know, elite, like Xbox Elite controller-like uh, comparable to the Elite controller uh, version for the PS4, and uh, it, it works really good uh, on the PS5. I know one of the complaints about the C40 previously on the PS4 is that you couldn't, like, uh, turn on the system from sleep uh, using the controller, but I was able to turn on the system from sleep uh, using the Astro C40. So, and so I'll be, I'll be dabbling. I might even dare to hook up a fight stick to see how that goes. And, uh, and just for all controller options, I ordered a, an adapter from Brook that will um, be able to connect a Xbox uh, Elite 2 controller to the PlayStation 5 and also to the Switch. So I'm going to try to get more use out of that controller since if it's just hooked up to Xbox, I don't know <laughs> what type of use it's going to get per se. So, but uh, God, I'm. I'm blathering on thank you for enduring well no it's great because i just remember trying to talk to you and it was just like you know all i could hear was your breathing it was hilarious i was like (laughs) i was just like what's going on again so oh yeah i i bought a new pair of uh, headset i bought a a sennheiser headset through drop on there and the mic sensitivity on that bad boy is super high (laughs) i had to turn down my mic yeah so because it was like, even just, just like the ambient breathing was just so high. I was like, um, are you okay? Yeah, I picked up the Sennhe- Sennheiser PC38X on there, which is a really good headset. And I've been wanting to use that. And, and you know, at first I thought I was borked because it wasn't like loud enough. But you know, I come to realize, hey, there is a setting in the OS to turn up the headset to higher volume so after that occurred yeah it seemed like uh it is working quite well on there and Good. so because i it's like i know you spent a lot of money on it. i was just really kind of hoping that you weren't like s you know asked out because i was like Damn. yeah i'd be able to use it for pc it's like a 170 dollar headset but it has really good fidelity and uh you know i'm planning on using it i'll see if i'm gonna drop another 100 bucks on the DAC or not like a little headphone amp on there, I know I was reading about the uh, Sound Blaster. I think the X6 that's been performing decently well, but there is a, you know, if you do a little research on this stuff, folks, uh, that you can hook up a DAC to your consoles, but PlayStation 5 is not doing so well with the um, DACs that require you to have an optical connection on there. Obviously, it's good. It circles back to my issue with my Astro headset as well so definitely do a little shopping and we, i might talk later on in the next weeks or two month or two as far as headphone solutions just in case you guys are looking for uh, a viable solution as far as playing games in the best audio fidelity possible so i'm just really i'm just kind of shocked about um is this kind of do you think you feel this is common that they wouldn't have a better audio solution, you know, for this. Like, I would think that they would try to try to f- future-proof this stuff. That way, it's not, you know. Well, it's just because there's peeps out there that are trying to kind of shoehorn their um, specific stuff that they already own, obviously, and so okay. they're not, not going to be able to, you know, support everything under the sun, obviously. So, yeah. 
a lot of people were under the perception that the Pulse 3D headset had to be purchased for you to be able to experience the Tempest 3D audio engine. And you could use any pair of headphones you want. So if you have a good pair of audiophile headphones and uh, it has enough, uh, you know, it's like low impedance on there. I think 50 ohms or less is like the sweet spot. Uh, so if you wind up having a nice audiophile headset that requires like a little bit more power to push on there, you're going to have to look into a DAC and then do a little research to see as far as uh, what DACs are compatible with the PS5 to kind of figure that out. But uh, like I figured I have a this Philips headset that is really quite nice uh, that is pushed quite quite well with the DualSense. And then you could probably look for maybe a Grado S60, maybe S80, the same thing, because those are the types of headphones that have low ohms and low impedance. So you should be able to get a quite a good sound from your DualSense on there. And if you want a little bit more power, then you definitely go to a DAC and go from there. So there you I didn't know it's good. Gonna go in deep dive. As far as it fitting into my entertainment system, it fits well uh, horizontally on there for me. I didn't want to do it vertically because it's too damn tall <laughs> for me to be able to stack it up. I know some people were putting it behind their entertainment center. Um, one detriment I have to say is, you know, fat man on his freaking knees sitting there trying to adjust this PlayStation 5 on this entertainment center and this. Unfortunately, the um, little stand that they have for the vertical and horizontal thing, the horizontal that just clips on the back, but it doesn't lock in. And so literally I move it for like a little inch and the freaking stand comes like un unhinged and I'm sitting there just like going, you dirty mother, you know, like sitting there just like, you know, because, you know, obviously fat man on his knees, you know, got got a pillow down. So my knees are just not dying, <laughs> trying to hook this damn thing up. and. Uh, the horizontal configuration for the stand could go die in a effing fire. So, you know, that bad, be, huh? Uh, it was just frustrating. That's all. You know, I literally had to put it back on the system like four or five times. I was sitting there fumbling and bumbling with the connections and Man. going back, back down and trying to figure that out. You know, <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I guess when you pick, if you when you pick it up, you just have to make sure that you scoop up the. The stand, the, yeah, the stand I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I can probably, I, you know, not to be making, but I guess if they, if it, if it, I guess maybe it's to to keep the thing, the brackets from breaking. Maybe that's true. Yeah, and I don't know as far as it being locked. Maybe if it got stuck on something or whatever, it's like a good fail save just in case. Uh, you know, but uh, I just find it's more annoying than anything else. You know, and now that's based and put down there obviously i'm not going to be picking it up i'll be probably picking it up in a few months to pop off the top and use the dust vents to dust it out and try to keep it clean at least so on that i don't know if you guys are aware but you could pop the top off of the top and then they have dust vents you could stick a vacuum into and get some dust out so that's nice yeah i think it's <laughs> good yeah and I do, I reposition things in my entertainment center. So I have the PS3 right next door to the PS4 and PS5. And so Aww. having three, three generations of PlayStation, like, you know, within arm's reach, you know, I don't want to be no Sony pony, but it's just, it's just cool to have. Um, like that's why, that's why that, the uh, 
you know, that PS3 fat with we have four generations of games that's sitting right there. Damn, that'd be sweet. So I'm down. Actually, actually five because I think you could play PS1 games on the PS3 if I'm not mistaken. So, damn. So I'm down. <laughs> Calm down. What? what? Calm down. But yeah, that's pretty much my impressions of the PS5. That's pretty much what I've been playing. I will definitely sink into Godfall and to Spider-Man. I'm still kind of waiting for uh, Sackboy to come in through the library. I'm just going to cheap it out for Sackboy on there. And I debated about Demon Souls, but... Uh, uh, so I, good. I've been playing, folks. Uh, woo! Um, sorry, I've just been playing... Um... Sorry, I've been watching some streamers play that game, and it looks so different from when I first played it. Like, people do not look like potatoes. They actually look like, you know, nice people. Like, like seriously, in the original game, they looked horrible, but now they at least they look, you know, decent. Like, the character creation, I don't know. Like, I really, because I, I don't like Soul games, but I thought about actually picking that up. I'm not going to lie. I got... I got I... I got a little jealous. I got a little jelly when when Joe was, you know, because it's messed up. Because when you look at, because when you look at, um, because uh, when you're on your PS4 and you look at your friends list, it shows you which system they are on. If they're on a PS4 or if they're on a PS5. So, and I was like, when I see him and he's on that PS5, I'm like, damn you, Joe River. <laughs> You're the oh. high res hater, the low res test. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Wait, you yeah. want to you want to move up in status with the big boys? Oh wow, <laughs> wow. Okay, I, I I I'll wait. I will wait, and I'll sit here and play my Switch and give it all that love. I'll play this. I'll play this decade old game, Darksiders, and you can have your fun. Oh, actually, no. Darksiders have been. I think when didn't we talk about that game as part of a like a semi like game club kind of thing where all three of us were going to play it? If you remember gaming vessels, uh, laureates, and historians on there, I think we talked about it. At least started to talk about playing and doing a uh, simultaneous playthrough. If if I'm not mistaken, am I? No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. We thought about playing, picking out a game. I wasn't. We thought about picking out a game. But we weren't sure which game was going to be. If it was going to be this game, uh, Darksiders, or or another game. But but uh, that might be something that we that we take up. Depending, I mean, well, we might be so many. That you guys might want to do with us as well. So uh, definitely yeah. hit us up in Discord or let us know. Because I mean, Darksiders can be found on many platforms. Wii U, for God's sake. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but again, it's um, we can definitely uh. I mean, look at all kinds of these different games, and I know we play a whole bunch of games together, so I'm sure we'll be able to give you our thoughts about you know these multiplats, especially once Kevin and I get our get our PS5s and whatnot. Like, I really would like to play Godfall with the three of you and see how that how that how that plays. I mean, I know it's getting kind of middling and mediocre reviews from folks, but I think in a game like that, it would be it's better served for playing with your friends, you know, just kind of popping in, you know, kicking some ass and then going off and doing what you do. Like I, I've seen some good impressions. I mean, reviewers are always in the eyes of the beholder, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't really don't care about reviewers for the most part. It's just, but like I'm getting, I'm getting uh destiny one vibes from it, you know, like, like first destiny 
you know, vibes. So my hope is that, you know, they're able to build upon the foundation and and make something fantastic. So and that's one of these things about games like that is they're probably going to do DLC with it. They're probably going to do, you know, epics and rares and, and exotic type weapons and, you know, and they're probably going to expand upon it. So it's funny, like I'm really getting, you know, Destiny Destiny 1 vibes when the PS4 came out, you know, so so we'll just I'm just going to wait, you know, going to going to get, you know, see what see what's up and and go from there. So All right, Bull. <laughs> that ends our extensive what you've been playing segment. So. Well, I'm playing a lot. I like it. Good, good old playlist. Yes. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. So <clears throat> Our next topic on our docket is going to be our main event. And as usual, low res des, high res hate <laughs> brings that section of our show to you. All right, everybody. Yes. Uh, you would take. All right, I, I got this. And so, speaking of you know, PS5 and, and, and all this stuff. Uh, the question that that I had came up with was, uh, what dead console would you like to see return from the dead and get a PS5 Series X treatment, i.e., ray tracing, high res, and 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 all the flops you can you can stick a, a shake stick at. So we got we got a lot of feedback, which I'm really glad. I'm glad this stuff is taking off, you know, because we really love interacting. You know, at the end of the show, you can uh, we'll give you a link to join our Discord. You can always tweet at us or, or send us some um or send us a, a longer form uh email uh through our vessel line but our first one comes from uh cousin cecil uh the cousin cecil show which is uh at my Fowl, uh fowler 93 on twitter he says give me a game boy advance with flops and high res advanced wars and pokemon i thought of this just to be different lol now a high res super the greatest uh, advance wars would be fantastic. Same thing with Pokemon. You know, I I love how Pokemon looks, but could you imagine a high res, you know, Pikachu all smiling and you know with with the, with the gleaming teeth and everything and the and the shocking tail? I think it would be fantastic. Uh, where the analog pocket is kind of scratching that itch, and fortunately. Because it's from analog, no one could reserve the damn thing. So it's like, <laughs> well, I mean, who knows? You know, if you if 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 you're able to get one, you know, more power to you. But yes, I would greatly. I think you're you're right. You know, a super high res, and and I think like one of the first high res, super high res handhelds I played was uh, when Joe got the got the Vita, and I was playing. Um, I've said the story before a long time ago, but uh, on the show, but I was playing uh, Wipeout on the Vita and that game ran so smooth and the graphics were so clean and everything was so shiny. Like it, it was blowing my mind. Like, and I really, I, cause I wear glasses and I have astigmatism and I have, you know, and I have, um, uh, uh, I'm nearsighted. And so it's like, so like everything's always kind of blurry but I don't know. That game was just like the colors and just everything from that game was just fantastic. So I think for me, a hand, a super handheld would be the Vita. Like if 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 they could do like that Vita screen and th and that power, you know, in like for for like a Nintendo or or another one like that, I think it would be great. 
So our next one comes from Chaffee on Mars. Uh, and that's at that Chaffee on Twitter says, I need the Dreamcast to rise from the dead and receive uh, the innovative praise it deserves from back in the day. Chaffee, you are 100% right, my friend, because I was super sad when Sega left the market. Like, I I would love to see Sega rise from the dead and just return to that former glory. Um, I know Joe probably feels the same way. I don't want to speak Kev. to you, Joe. What? I think Kev, too. I mean, Dreamcast was a definitely a tent. Well, was well, I wasn't sure about Kev though, because I know that you and I played a lot of Dreamcast games together. You know, you know, what do you, what's your thoughts about that, Kevin? Would you love to see uh, a high res Dreamcast come back with like with like flops to rival the uh, Xbox? What was that? You I, cut. I, am I am I coming through? You're oh. there. All right. I think I'd rather see the Saturn. Really, a Saturn? Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say that, too, actually. So. Really? Uh, a Saturn? Yeah. If I had to choose, I'll take the Saturn. I'd take the Saturn all day over the Dreamcast. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, the thing about the Dreamcast, Dreamcast, unfortunately, got killed early. And so yeah. I would love to see a continuation of the innovation that Sega was doing at the time. Uh, I love the fact that when it launched, I mean, everyone was on board. It was like a return to form for Sega in the West on there. Um, and all the support that Capcom gave that machine for a couple of years. Like, you know, you're talking about your Power Stones. You're talking about, like, your Giga Wings and, you know, Plasma Sword and, you know. And Spike. Cannon Spike. I still have that to this day, Des. So I know. <laughs> so. Yeah, but uh, all the support there, Soul Calibur, of course, you know, you know, I I hated at the time that Sony was playing politics with um, some publishers as far as EA not supporting the Dreamcast at all, not bringing Madden to the console. Obviously, they formed like the 2K series for NFL that kind of almost rivaled and bettered Madden to begin with and that kind of morphed into visual concepts doing NBA 2K which kind of led into the uh, NBA 2K series uh, for uh, 2K you know so it's just like kind of crazy to think that it all spawned from good old little old Dreamcast on there and then of course you know you talk about Skies of Arcadia you know Grandia 2 but Ugh. you know that's fantastic just, games yeah uh, even like, you know, you talk about House of the Dead, Typing of the Dead on there and uh, Samba de Amigo, you know, I, I, now I'm, I'm sounding like I'm talking about for Dreamcast, but it's like, uh, for but, me, Saturn was the unheralded system. The Saturn was the system that me and Kev were like digging into Japanese imports. And this is when I just started going, I hate the term, but balls deep into um, importing uh getting games and to me saturn was better than playstation just because of the fact that you know i had tons of capcom support capcom fighters snk fighters uh metal slug you know stuff like waku waku 7 you know uh the God, i'm trying to remember now it's like guardian heroes of course on but there, could, um, but could you imagine all those games at like super degraded high res or 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 yeah, remade? Yeah, yeah. Like, could you imagine just those games? Could you imagine playing Samba Samba Amigo with 
you know, super high res dancing around. Well, no. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about Saturn now, man. So but... still though, but but you know, uh, Trophy was not the only one that that said Dreamcast. You know, Blackness Everdeen um, at Maverick underscore Lionheart on on Twitter said said the same thing. So that's, so... that's GHR Maverick from uh, the GH Radio. So well, thank you so much. You know, we we've yeah. got a little cross you know pollination going on. I love that. But uh, but yeah, Dreamcast is getting a lot of love from our listeners. So uh, Jason Gilbertson, aka Jason Giltek on Twitter, our good friend Surging Fire says. I would say uh, the Nintendo GameCube. I would like to see a lot of those games in 4K, Metroid Prime, Star Fox, and Super Smash Brothers, etc. It's funny you would bring that up, Surgeon. Um, uh, Jason, I, <laughs> because of this move, I was going through boxes and I found my old uh, GameCube uh, and I had a black on black GameCube and I saw it and I was like, oh, no. So, so I immediately like you know started looking at it and I was like, oh, I thought I sold you at like GameStop for like fifteen dollars. You know how bad their prices are. So, so I was just like, I saw that and I just immediately started thinking about like the games that I could play. So I might have to plug that in and 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 start playing that game or start playing some games like because I have a whole bunch of little Pokemon games from the GameCube. Um, so would you guys be interested in seeing the GameCube pop out? A new well, I mean, we have like we have the Nintendos, so Nintendo's still kind of chugging along, doing their thing. Um, so I would say like Nintendo's kind of kind of still has a dog in this race, but Nintendo I think will always have a dog in the race, and they're always I think they have such brand loyalty that people like are willing to, you know, say okay, you know, it doesn't look super the greatest, but I'm gonna buy it because it's Nintendo. I mean, and if you can. Like, seriously, like, if you can put out cardboard, you know, and people actually buy that shit, like, you got brand loyalty. Like, you, like, it didn't do well, but, but people still bought that, you know? I, it was funny, I saw a Labo, when I was living in San Francisco, I saw a Labo on the street corner, and I sent, <laughs> and I sent the picture to Kevin Joe, and I'm like, y'all want a Labo? It's free! So, <laughs> so. Now I'm uh, recycling. Now the GameCube, yeah, it'd be cool. I don't know if this would be my top choice from NetGen. NetGen had Xbox no. and PS2, so... No. But, you know, and I know they are... They already brought a lot of the games that were on the GameCube era into, like, collections and that kind of thing. So, I mean... Uh, that was Nintendo at their kind of, like, third place kind of uh, after the N64. And, you know, I paid them some mind a little bit. I mean, I love the fact that they had some good Capcom support that kind of came over after the Dreamcast went belly up. I mean, Beautiful Joe is awesome on there. And Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4 a... launched on that system too. So Yeah, I yeah. wish we could get a, a, a remake or, or a redoing of um, Beautiful Joe, but I know that probably will never happen, but you never yeah, it's, know. It's because uh, Clover, basically, basically those developers went to form Clover and then, then went to go and found, found Platinum. Afterwards. But again, you never know, you know? Yeah. You never know. Uh, so uh, next one was from our good friend Alberto at Old Alberto. You're not that old, buddy. On Twitter says uh, definitely uh, the Super NES and its entire game library. So many great games that would benefit from today's uh, HD slash 4K technology, especially the flops. Oh wow! Like, could you imagine um, a a super the greatest uh super metroid like or or symphony of the night well well symphony of the night was 
was yeah, for PlayStation, PlayStation One. Still, yeah. but I know I, I keep Born thinking because say it again. Castlevania Four, you might be talking. Yeah, about. there. You go. No, no, no. I was thinking. I was thinking Castlevania Four. Well, I was thinking about Symphony of the Night only because like those classic Metroidvanias. Like I know we haven't really gotten a super because I kind of think that that when you when you're talking about Metroidvanias or Metroid and Castlevania Symphony of the Night and those games, part of me kind of thinks that a lot of those games turned into 3D, 3D kind of uh, Dark Souls type games because of the same. It has the same sort of atmosphere. I mean. I don't know. Like, if I was to see, like, if I was to look at games that kind of evolve into other genres or, or kind of bridge the gap, I have always thought that the Metroidvania, where you're where you're running around, side scrolling, running around a map, unlocking parts of it to go back to another part, and it's all this kind of circular circular map making. I always thought that that kind of thought was transferred into 3D and kind of informed the folks that make, you know, the first Demon Soul, speaking of a, a game that 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 just got re-released or was like the popular like mindset right now. Or or the um or the, you know, uh those type of games, you know. Um but I would love to see a super degradist, high def, you know, 2D with 3D you know, type of game that that utilized flops. You know, and I know that you know Hollow. Uh, what is it? Hollow Knight and uh, Ori were sort of like spiritual successors to those type of games. You know, but I would love to see people push, like really push the boundaries of uh, of side scrolling, um, side scrolling, uh, like metroidvanias and not i'm not talking about making a full-on um like um uh what are the what are they uh a um i just had the name of my thing uh uh a roguelite i'm talking about a full-on story you know that's pushing the boundaries not a roguelite where you die and you're expected to die but just like a hard as nails kind of like you know pushing it you know kind of game the circle back to the SNES, like Al wants to circle back. It's just that library, that library where, you know, I know you got sidetracked talking about Metroidvanias, but if you look at the SNES library, you're talking about platformers, you talk about like Yoshi's uh, Island, uh, yeah. you know, you're talking about the Super Metroid, Super Castlevania, Contra 3, Alien Wars on there, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 3, AKA 6, on there, a lot of the great badass uh, RPGs that were on the system. You talk about Illusion of Gaia, Soul Blazer, Act Razor, you know, you name it. It's like, you know, even some hidden gems like uh, Hagane and like uh, Cybernator on there. I mean, SNES had a lot of love. I mean, I was I also dabbled in a lot of Genesis at the time. I really liked the Genesis, but uh, SNES really had that uh, great support from Japan and uh, you know, just a great library of games to kind of call upon on there. You know, you got your crappy Bart Simpson slash, you know, Spider-Man games from Acclaim, but, you know, not everything could be a winner, per se, on there. So some of the lowest dregs of the dregs on the SNES were really bad. But, you know, even series like, you know, we talked about Des Breath of Fire 1 and 2, yeah. you know, you know, on the SNES. Uh, 
even some hidden uh, RPG gems like Seventh Saga. I don't know if you've ever played that or not, but I remember just played it, but I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. Super frustrated with it. You know, uh, you talk about like Origins of Dark Souls, a game that would be like part of the Origins of Dark Souls would be like the Kingsfield series, man. Uh, that, I remember playing that back on the uh, PS1. It was just really just like kind of similar to that Souls formula. And that's an older From game that just really kind of set the tone for that. So. Yeah. Um, then our last one comes from our Discord. And again, at the end, you know, please stay tuned because at the end, we're going to definitely like let, let you know how to join our Discord. Comes from Willie underscore D or Isaiah 68. And he says, uh, if I may take a liberty, a Switch version of the Genesis slash Game Gear would have been awesome. Never mind the ridiculous Nomad that came out later. Otherwise, the OG Xbox. As far as prior consoles, I feel they live in their own time, i.e. loved the 2600 and Intellivision when it was their time, and the same with the NES and the Genesis. So, yeah, I mean, again, uh, some of this was just looking back at nostalgia, you know, and seeing what we would love to see play, you know, and what, and I think, I think, Kev, you, you, I know you backed, I think it was the Intellivision, um, because they're coming out with a, you know, a new console and they're trying to make moves and stuff. And I know a while ago, Atari was trying to come back out with the system. So it's not like these people have not thought about doing this, but I just, I just don't know, you know, if, if the market will allow them to do it, given how, um, how fierce and how expensive it is now, uh, to do this stuff. So, um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I I have to agree with you know, I have to agree. I mean, I have to agree with them. You know, that having you know, maybe a handheld version of these, you know, might be a good way to go. Like, could you imagine an uh, uh, a Switch version of of the Atari twenty six hundred? About that business. So. Need what that. do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Well, but think about it though. But 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 I'm telling you, if the games were 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 of better quality, and and if the and if the libraries were of better quality, like well, if when someone... you when you sh- when you shrink stuff down and try to make it like high res, you also raise the price. Yeah, so I, mean... I would rather have a box that I plug into my TV at a yeah. lower price okay. than than have you know have those those visuals in a compact because I know if it's small and compact, you know, I'm looking at a, at a higher price point. The, uh, I don't know. the, uh, the Intellivision, what, what, what they're doing, the hardest, the hardest part that in that Amico was facing, that the Amico was facing is that the people that they're aiming that product for have kids now, and those kids are all on board with the Switch. And at there the same go. price point as the Switch, unless you just have that extra disposable income, it's going to be a hard sell. Because you have a, if you have a Gen Xer who's like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I, wa- I want to play Astro Smash and, and uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Cloud Mountain. And his kids look at that and they say, I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. I want Mario Kart. They're gonna go with what the kids want, particularly if they're not still heavily into gaming as as you know seasoned adults. So 
I think the Amico's got a, a a harder, a higher, a harder hill to climb, just because that is only going to appeal to that Gen X crowd, you know. But if they have that, if they have that disposable income where they can get the kids to switch and get the Amico for themselves and kind of introduce their kids to the to to those types of games. You know that'll be fine, but for a family that's looking to, you know, make one family gaming purchase, it's it's just gonna be rough because this folks are gonna be choosing to switch all day every day. Yeah, Amico in and of itself by itself probably is gonna be just a niche product, but I just hope it's a good product. So, you know, yeah, I think I... it'll it'll serve you well. It'll serve gamers like myself well hopefully it does take off you know it would be something that would be a good addition to the market i think yeah for that so but yeah they do have stiff competition with nintendo for sure so you can uh, play is... online with it <laughs> yeah yeah as far as um isaiah's uh, talk about the og xbox let's just give it up to the original microsoft xbox for a second because i mean i think out of that gen um i had more admiration for xbox i know that the the games played better on xbox than ps2 or gamecube at the time and i just felt like uh that beginning of the xbox was just something where i really admired uh quite a bit and i, I think uh, looking at my, my collection i still have quite a bit of old original xbox games you can talk about halo you're talking about like uh crimson skies you know the uh, togi games uh breakdown uh mech assault you know there's a ton of like you know unheralded games so incredible hulk ultimate destruction is on that system like uh you know i don't what, what would you have to say about the original xbox kid for ninja gaiden oh yeah I mean that that that's why that Xbox uh, was purchased because it wasn't Halo, it was none of that. It was when I saw uh, uh, Mr. Stick my stick my fingers down my intern's throat. Uh, uh, Itagaki demonstrating <laughs> demonstrating uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, on Microsoft stage. What well, that had to be what two thousand one, two thousand two, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Whenever. I said I gotta have that. I gotta ha I gotta have that. Um, gotta have it. Yeah, and and you know that was that was the the Xbox team. That Xbox team was hungry. They had something to prove. They had something to prove to Nintendo and to Sony that this American company can get in into the console space and compete have better hardware and have games that were competing with the best that Japanese that Japan was putting out to the world. And you know, I think that's why I am so disappointed with Xbox in the way that that they've taken their 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 current model because they're not hungry anymore. They're 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 they they would rather buy talent instead of develop it. And they would rather say, "Oh, we've got the we've got the 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 baddest box on the market spec on the on the spec sheet, but 
when you look and, and, and take a look at what they're actually offering outside of their tentpole releases, I mean, they were taking risks. They were taking risks. I remember they showed off a, uh, they had developed their own in-house gaming engine that simulated car crashes at a level that was just unseen for the time. I mean, it, I mean, it was, it was rival, it was rivaling what, um, what the guys that did those did burnout, the, the, did the burnout games were doing, and that was an in-house engine that they were developing, and I don't know, I, I don't know if it was ever implemented in anything that they did, but they were doing stuff like that. They were, they were like, hey, let's implement video chat in Xbox Live. I mean, that was we we later found out that that was all uh, smoke and mirrors, but. The fact that they were thinking about that back then, I mean, they were really pushing, trying to push the boundary of what gaming could be. And I, it just ticks me off that they don't do that anymore. Uh, you know, the, that original Xbox, and I would, I have to say the 360, my, the reason I hate the 360, because I went through eight of them because the red rings of death, but they were actually competing then, and I just don't see them. When this the 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 one generation started, they just they just stopped competing. And you know, to me, it's like if you're if you're going to be in the space, be in the space. If you're not, you know, then 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 then, then just leave. <laughs> it's, I, I, it, 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 it's like I look at them like, like I said before, I look at them like, you know, a favorite athletic team is just not doing what they used to do. And that, that's how I view Microsoft in the console space right now. Because you got all that grounded, like, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the. And not to, not to dig up not to dig up uh, ancient history, but I mean, the 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 Xbox One is going to be the generation that was just completely throwaway. I mean, they they did not do anything except develop, uh, de try and develop this Game Pass thing and try to make themselves a Netflix of gaming. They went, people went like two or three years without a first a new first party title i mean the original xbox they were constantly trying to come up with new ideas crimson skies mech assault i mean those were the types of games that i mean well i mean halo was there and i know most people got into xbox because of halo uh that wasn't my case but Man, they were just trying new things and making deals with third parties and pushing this idea that you need to get on this this broadband, you know, train if you want to and introducing an aspect to console gaming that was just not that was relegated to the PC space. And you know, they get all the props for for Xbox Live and doing what that did, but Man, on the on the development on the game development tip, I mean, Xbox then is not Xbox now, and I that is just sad. And it I'll is stop what talking it is. about it. Yeah.
You got it. Okay, guys. So do you have anything else, Joe? No, that'll do it. I mean, I think we had a good conversation about the last, all these prior gen conversations about the prior generations. I mean, I, I would take it all in my veins. If they could redo them all, I would, you know, consider playing some of this good stuff. So yeah, I, I that's why I always think it's like, what if the what if the console wars like happened now? You know, like what if like what if now? You know. We, we we were getting all this all this good stuff, but again, you know, we can we can only hope. So, so uh, our next question that we're that we're posing to all of you is uh, with Spider-Man Miles Morales coming out, and you know, people really like wanting to 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 play that game and and wanting to experience that game, and and it coming on the heel off the heels of the first Spider-Man game, Marvel Spider-Man game that just was gangbusters, fantastic game, um, and having the highs of that game, you know, versus the lows of what's going on with Marvel Avengers right now, losing its player base. You know, we've had it games from for various different comic book characters. Uh, that have that have stretched the gamut from Batman, Spider Man, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X Men, you name it. Superman, um, sixty four man. Superman, yeah, exactly. So uh, the question then is, which comic book property would you like to see um, get a new treatment, like Spider Man? You know, would you like to see another Batman game? Uh, I know we have Suicide Squad kills the uh, Justice League's coming out, so that's a new another uh, another video game pro- uh, property that's coming out. Um, but and we have Gotham Knights as well. But which would who do you want to see? Like I would love to see another X Men game, you know, um, and and have that come out. Um, uh, or a Fantastic Four game, like there you go, like you have your four characters, you know, your four player. You know, someone could you know be whoever they want in that in that four play of those four players. I mean that that kind of you know writes itself. But um, but but who would you like to see? You know, get that get a Spider Man because I'm only gonna talk about Spider Man because Avengers is we're doing really bad right now. But uh, but again, which which comic book character you know or group would you like to see? get a video game like 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 the star treatment like mile like like mar like spider-man you know like spider-man not like marvel's avengers so so that's the question um stay tuned till the end as kev's going to give give you our contacts how you can join our discord how you can uh tweet at us you know how you can get us on the vessel line so please stay tuned we really love the feedback that you guys you know that all of you give us uh tell your friends we want to get more people giving us feedback about this stuff so keep it coming keep it coming but that's it for me and i'll send it back over to kevin all right well thank you for that main event des and we're going to kick off our next topic on our docket which is going to be the news and i'm handing that off to trader joe all right uh, so news for this last week at least news that we find interesting here at the vessels on here uh first thing uh, neo 2 has a complete edition it's coming to pc uh, with all the 4ks and more next year uh the neo 2 complete edition is coming on pc in february of 2021 
on there. Um, it's going to have support up to 4K resolution, HDR support, support for 144 hertz monitors, and fully customizable mouse and keyboard controls on there. So, but uh, if you do own a console, you're still not going to be ignored on there. They also announced the Neo Collection for PS5 on here. So, and this kind of break this down because it's a little complicated at least, but uh, they are going to be releasing, like say, if, for instance, you never played Neo or Neo 2, don't own it. Uh, you'll be able to buy the entire collection, which was, has all the um, Neo 1 with all the DLC, Neo 2 with all the DLC on the PlayStation 5 on there. And it's going to have, obviously, everything to support 4K resolution for crystal clear visuals, up to 120 frames a second gameplay on there um, and all the usual bells and whistles on there super smooth combat fast load times and the ability to be able to transfer your data from the ps4 versions to uh, pick up your journey where you left off now also too if you happen to already own either neo or neo 2 well at least for neo 2 owners you are able to go ahead and for free and be able to download uh, Neo 2, the complete collection on there. So so if you own that for PS4, you could upgrade the Neo 2 remaster, the complete edition. So just in case if you happen to buy the complete edition on PS4. Now, if you just own regular plain Jane Neo uh, 2 on PS4, you could upgrade to the base game Neo 2 remaster and on the PS5 on there. And then plus receive any PS5 version of any DLC expansions that you own on PS4. On there, obviously, you have to own the PS5 disc version and not the digital version to get the upgrade on there because you're going to need to put your disc into the drive for it to verify that you own the physical disc. Now, if you own it digitally on the PlayStation Store, then you're all good in the hood on that. So, on there, but uh, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about Neo 2 because I think all three of us bought Neo 2 when it first launched and it's on my backlog, it's like sitting there. Collecting dust. I think all three of us meant to play together. <laughs> what do you guys have to say about the um, upcoming Neo collection for uh, PlayStation and also Neo 2 for the PC on there? Is this something we're going to be definitely be interested in in these uh, next few months in February once it does come out? I'll, I'll probably, because I still, even though I still have Neo 2, I kind of feel like I. I want to go back to Neo 1 because I'm thinking I may not have just given that the chance because it was it was one of those games where you had to monitor, you had a um, stamina bar, and I hate action games with stamina bars. But I keep hearing good things about it, so I probably feel like I, I feel like I should go back and give that game a shot. Um, so I will probably just get the completed, the, co the collection on PS5. Yeah, I'm not sure what the upgrade process is for Neo One. I don't think Neo One that uh, I don't have Neo One anymore. So yeah, I only have Neo Two. I only have Neo want... Two as well, you know. And I looked at it when I was thinking about something to play. So I wouldn't mind going back to the second one. I have no desire to play the first one. I have the first one uh, because it was, I think it was free. Uh, PlayStation Plus game at some yeah. point. Yeah. So, but at this point. You know, I, I think it's cool, but I probably would just play the, just play the second one and go from there. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's playable right now. So if you happen to have a PS5 and you want to play uh, with a better, you know, frame rate on there, I know that the PS Plus, PS4 Plus version, PS4 Pro version, excuse me, uh, should be able to, you know, obviously get that uh, up to, you know, close to 4K with 60 frames a second. I believe uh, when looking at the list, I know that that had a variable f uh, frame rate because. Uh, Usually most games on the PlayStation 5, if it had an unlocked frame rate, you're able to get up to 60 frames a second on there. I just was really curious to see what they're going to do above and beyond, uh, even just playing it in back and pat as far as how much better if they're going to add, like, you know, the um, features of the DualSense with the um, new version of Neo and Neo 2 on there. It might be worthy of a purchase if that's the case. So and I'm really curious if there's going to be a another physical version of this as well because you know us as fools here at the vessels we love our physical media and if you throw in the steel book i am down like <laughs> something else on there so you know but uh definitely something we're interested in let us know if you're interested in it as well because it is a multiplayer game on there so all right next thing on the docket um uh, bethesda uh, soon to be purchased from Big Daddy Microsoft did announce a release date for their PS5 exclusive game, Deathloop, coming out from Arcane Studios uh, on there. So it's set to launch as of May 21st, 2021 on there. So And they did confirm in the trailer that it that is the new release date on there. And it is only coming to P PC and PS5 at launch on there. Um, it's a timed exclusive. I'm not sure if it's going to be like six months. But, you know, I hope people out there give this game a, a fair shake. I know some people will probably say, I'm going to wait for it to show up on Games Pass once it, it, the exclusivity deal is over on there. So, you know, we'll have to see as far as uh, um, talking about it. I think according to at least news out there that the game will be console exclusive for about a year on there. So if you're going to have to wait for your... Uh, free Game Pass serving, like you're at the hometown buffet over there. You're going to have to wait at least until summer of 2022 <laughs> on your uh, preferred platform of choice on there to see it on an Xbox platform on that. So so any excitement for Deathloop? Uh, I know we're interested a little bit in, in that, right, Kev? Yeah, I'm curious about it. Uh, so it's probably a game I'll be I'll, I'll pick up. I kind of want to see how the, because like they they I, I know they have the two assassins gunning for each other, you know, while yeah. the, the protagonist has got to kill all these other people, but he's got this other this other assassin that's solely focused on him. So I'm kind of interested to see. I I know how that could be. I have an idea how that could be implemented in a multiplayer situation, but. I'm very curious to see how that rolls out in the single player aspect of the game. Yeah, I know they have an optional multiplayer mode for the game too as well. I'm just kind of curious as to how that's going to roll on here. But uh, yeah, it's like especially with all the uh, time traveling and time loops, you know, in the game kind of reminds me of like a shooter-esque version of Groundhog's Day. It's just like uh, funny to see. Arcane always does good work, so... Um, I'm really curious to see what happens from there, but we'll have to see once uh, May 2021 rolls around. So, 
All right, and next thing on the docket I wanted to mention is that if you happen to, to purchase a PlayStation 5 and you want to get some use out of your PlayStation 4, uh, there is uh, some PS5 remote play option that is available on the PS4 as we speak on there. So you're able to stream next-gen games to the console through your PS5 remote play app on there so and so what you'd be able to do with this like say for instance you have your ps5 in the living room and you know you got your kids out there watching tv or the wife or a significant other out there watching tv and you want to play some ps5 games you could take your ps4 get up via ps5 remote play and have at it on there so and stream your games on there so i know it's supporting up to 1080p resolution using remote play and you're able to use a DualShock 4 on that on your PS4 to play PS5 games. I know if it's something that supports like uh, any of the uh, DualSense controller features, obviously you could go grab your controller from the living room and have at it uh, on your PS4 on there. So I think it just gives incentive for uh, people that are going to be hanging on to their old consoles to be able to get some use out of it on there. Um, I'm going to test it out and I'll let you guys know next week how it rolls as far as running remote play. I have my PS4 hooked up in my bedroom now on there and uh, I just need to open up a uh, setting in the PS5 so I could do remote play on my PS4 on there. It might be something for me, especially if it's in like an RPG or something. It's a little more kickback. I could just like, you know, pull up a pillow, lay back in bed and play some PlayStation. So... Good stuff. Uh, are any of you two holding on to your PS4s once you do get the PS5, or what's your plans for your uh, PS4 once you upgrade? It's going to be sitting in my in my in my uh, entertainment center. I'm not going to get rid of it. Good deal. I mean, I don't think that I'm going to get rid of it. <laughs> so you plan on maybe using it in a different room, or are you going to use it in the same setup as the PS5, basically? Same setup as the PS5. I don't. Like, I don't think I'm going to put it into another room or anything like that. I just don't see that that's something that I'm going to be doing. <laughs> it so might speaking. be. It's just because the back compat. I mean, pretty much you could play any PS4 game for the most part on PS5. So Yeah. That's why I'm kind of throwing my mine in a separate room. Because uh, I could imagine, like, running some streaming services off there or even playing... Like, you know, some RPGs or something that's a little less intensive, you know, where I could just, like, kick it, so. Yeah, for me, I'm, um, I, I have, like, the first, the first round of Pros. Well, I bought it, uh, when it first came out, so it's, you know, it, it, it's doing the jet engine in, in, in impersonations. Oh, I man. no idea how long wow. it's gonna last. But, um... It's probably going to be traded. Um, like I'm, like I'm paying. I'm paying. Uh, as as much shit as I talked about Xbox, I'd probably once again, once we get to a point where you can walk into a store and these things are more than likely going to be available on a walk-in basis, is probably when I'll probably get a get an Xbox just to. I'd rather just you get the value, whatever value off a promotion. You just kind of wait for one of those magic promotions that uh, either GameStop or Microsoft is going to do, and because by that time I'll have two consoles and a cell phone to trade in towards it. So, 
uh, it should have I, I should be getting some getting some if I do it on a on a promo it should be fairly I should be getting be getting you know the X without spending too much money if any yeah I think trade in prices right now I believe GameStop's still running promotions for 200 bucks each on the uh, PS4 Pro and also on the Xbox Series X I mean Xbox One X damn Microsoft and their dumb naming conventions but <laughs> so that's yeah, 400 bucks right down there I'm not sure if uh, that's going to be bested at, at any point but uh, you know if I were you if in throwing a cell phone in the mix to you probably just walk out of there paying maybe 50 bucks close to it on there. So I'll just go and do an all access <laughs> Xbox. So uh, I, I'm probably going to pick up a series X like I talked before at some point, but uh, right now I want to see more first party um, games on there. Cause I know with the Xbox one X, I'm pretty much with the titles I want to play through games pass. And I'm not, uh, you know, clamoring to pay 500 bucks just to let it collect dust per se. So, oh, no, that's my feeling about the Series X right now, at least. And I don't even know if you're you're gonna pick up an S or an X at some point, Des, or oh, it'll be an X. I I have no desire to pick up a an S. Like I don't, Mike. I don't see me doing that. You want no <laughs> Microsoft hot plate? Nope. No, no. Like I don't I don't need an extra speaker. So <laughs> there you go. You know, I'm good. All right. Well, speaking of the PS5, um, DualSense support has been added to the Steam client beta as we speak on there. And even though that the DualSense support has been enabled, most of the features, including like adaptive triggers and the haptic feedback, have not been added as of yet. But uh, you should be able to go ahead and use your DualSense on Steam and on PC. On there, it's through the, you know, obviously the Steam OS to be able to go on there. Also, too, the Xbox Series X controller has already been enabled by Valve on there, but obviously it's because of the fact that it's practically the same as a uh, Xbox One controller on there. I happen to pick up a Series X controller, and I like the D-pad on it quite a bit. So, so I definitely would recommend if you're looking for a solid PC and or Xbox controller on there to definitely take a look at the xbox series controller at least so on there but i'm i'm happy and i think at some point that there hopefully some pc game developers do kind of support some of the special features of the dual sense do you think that's something that's going to be prevalent you think kev or is that something you think where uh it's going to be pretty much gated on the ps5 for the most part um well if it's op if if they've opened up the the sdk on the, on the Steam side, then it's just going to be up to the developers. Um, I I've used a DualShock on Steam before. It and and I had no I had no real problems. Um, I also have an Xbox controller that I typically use for Steam because it's just you know you just turn it on and and it automatically syncs up. It does with the DualShock as well, but. Like usually I, in order for, for whatever reason, when I do it, I have to like connect it using uh, the USB, USB cable. Yeah. Yeah. But I can, it just automatically syncs up using the Xbox uh, controller. So more often than not, if I'm going to play it on PC, I just grab the Xbox controller. 
Yeah, for um, the DualShock, usually I think if you buy a Bluetooth like adapter of some sort, you should be able to get like the full feature set on there and using it, uh, you know, wireless versus wired on there. I know there's some way for you to be able to go in and configure that. They also sell a DualShock 4 like uh, USB adapter that, you know, they did with PS, PS Now on there that they had support for, but it's really hard to find nowadays, so... Yeah, plus a lot of the games, at least the games that I have, uh, if 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 there's button prompts, then they're 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 they Xbox the, button the Xbox buttons. So that would be like a visual confusion for me that I have another layer to work through, particularly if I'm playing like a Twitch game. So more often, more, I may get the check out the series controller on PC and do it that way. It's just. You there's know, mods. The integration is just yeah. I'm not gonna do mods and. All well, there's mods. There's easy mods to add the PS button prompts. You know, some some game developers actually support it into the game itself. I think is pretty damn cool. So. Mm. Cool that they they added that. And then last but not least, now the last news story I got for this fine episode is that um, there was an interview with Microsoft's. Uh, particular executive, Xbox Chief Financial Officer Tim Stewart, had his own, you know, angle as far as the uh, pending merger with Bethesda on there, and he added that uh, he was speaking at the Jeffrey's Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference on there, and he uh, okay. offered <laughs> offered assurances that Microsoft has no intention of quote unquote just pulling all of Bethesda's content out of Sony or Nintendo or otherwise. So and later he ex instead he explained uh, when we think about Bethesda we'll continue to sell their games on the platforms that they exist today and we'll determine what that looks over time and will change over time. I'm not making any announcement about exclusivity or something like that, but that model will change. Uh, he suggested that Microsoft will want that content in the long run to be either first or better or p best or pick your differentiated experience on our platforms. So it's not about a point of being exclusive, he continued. It's not about a point about adjusting timing or content or roadmap. But if you want to see about something like Game Pass, if it shows up best on Games Pass, that's what we want to see, and we want to drive our Game Pass subscriber base through that Bethesda pipeline on there. So, so, and then of course, yeah, obviously, Phil Spencer has stated previously that the acquisition was not done to take the games away from other player bases like that. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was how do we keep other players from playing these games. Um, uh, we want more people to play, be able to play games, not fewer people to be able to go play games on here. But he said in the model, when I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we had, and we have xCloud and PC and GamesFest on our console base, I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to make the kind of money that to make the deal work for us, whatever that means. 
on there. So, you know, we've seen a lot back and forth. You know, we'll see proofs in the pudding <laughs> once the merger is actually complete and we're going to see more of a uh, uh, merging of Bethesda and Microsoft in the future. But, you know, it's a lot of speculation. And, you know, I got to give it up for Mr. Tim Stewart. I mean, pretty much uh, they're there to put their games first on Games Fast on, on Xbox. And they happen to kick, kick like Skyrim 6, you know, Elder Scrolls 6 over to PlayStation and, and Switch and whatever else, like six months, a year after to make a little extra money. They're going to go and do that on there. What do you guys think? What do you think, Des? I think it's going to be just like you said, you know, Xbox first you know, and foremost, and, and whatever's left, we'll get. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but that's pretty much what's going to happen. I mean, it's probably not going to be that bleak. You know, I honestly believe that. I mean, they want to make money, and and this is a good way for them to make money, because um, if, you know, if they can sell it, you know, and two different, two different platforms, you know, get double the money, then why not, you know? already going to be day and date on pc you gotta know that so oh yeah you're, you're already yeah. dealing with like windows 10 and then you know obviously xbox platforms on there and then you know whatever nintendo and sony get nintendo and sony get you know so yeah yeah you know, we'll, we'll see what support that they kind of bring about and see you know how this is going to affect them internally as far as developing too i mean hopefully uh you know, hopefully things go off well with this. You know, I know, Kev, you felt that, uh, you know, if this is going to result in Fallout 77, Fallout 78, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, Skyrim Online, Electric Boogaloo, or whatever, as far as seeing service games come out the wazoo. That's <laughs> basically what he's saying. I, I, it's the same thing that I've said before. If those traditional games are going to come out on PlayStation, I mean, because they can't make that money up giving that thing away for a dollar. A game that's, that's 15, 20, 30 million dollars in development. You can't make a profit off of giving it away for a dollar. Because you got to remember how a lot of people are still riding that, that, that dollar subscription into what is it? 2023? I maximize mine. Mine goes until I think November of 2021. So okay, well, they ain't giving them. They get they ain't, they ain't giving uh, those games away for a dollar. They're going to those traditional Bethesda titles are coming to PlayStation. I'm you know, I'm will they be day and date? Maybe maybe not. But they are coming to PlayStation. Now you're like I said, you're 76, your trash ass uh, uh games oh. as a service games. Yeah. Gerald's rolling around like <laughs> a fish out of water right now, I'm dude. So, what are wow. you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those games are going are going to, are going to be exclusive to Game Pass because that fits the model. We but you know, have have... I I I find it funny though where he's talking about you know, play it first. Okay, that makes that makes sense. You know, when you want to build in some exclusively exclusivity in your platform, or play or play best or better or best. I tell you, man, that stuff reeks of ColecoVision from the '80s. ColecoVision used to put all their games out on Intellivision in 2600, making trash-ass versions of Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. 
I mean, just obviously gimped versions on those systems just to make their version look look good. I would really be. I would uh, really be. I would. I'm. You know. Hey, I'm. I'm being my pessimistic self. <laughs> I would be leery. It about buying. Uh, about buying one of those Bethesda games. Uh, on 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 a PlayStation or a Switch or whatever they bring it on to, because I mean seriously, I think there's going to be some. There might be some built-in ish where once Digital Foundry does their rectal exam on on the performance, you're going to be look. Oh well, oh well, look look at the difference here. Look at the difference there. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they could build that stuff into well. Obviously, the reason why it performs better is the you know the the, the superior the superior graphical abilities of the Series X. Yada yada yada. They can play. We got the strong. We got the we got the biggest junk in the room. You know, thing that they that they did with the One X to whatever effect. Yeah, I I just see this as being it's like a callback to the '80s, man. I like I said, I got ColecoVision Donkey Kong, and I've got Coleco Donkey Kong on Intellivision. And when you look at them both, if you can look at them both side by side, which I actually did before the cart stopped working, it was trash. I mean, like obvious. They didn't even try trash. Now I'm not. I don't. I hope it wouldn't be that drastic. No. But I guarantee you, they're going to be dropping some. They're going to be. It's going to drop some frames here. It's not going to be as pretty over there. It's not going to maybe not load as fast. I mean, there's going to be something in that that's going to, uh, you know, where if you're unless you know, where maybe not something that you will notice. Uh, just off the rip, just just playing it. If you if you you know if you have both of them side by side, but there's going to so, be some things once the rectal, once the digital foundry rectal exam is done, you know, then then oh well, see when we when we ran this and and, and this came up short or that came up short. I, I guarantee you. Uh, I guarantee my you. my thinking is it's going to be like Destiny with remember the PS exclusives where. You got an extra raid and you got an extra gun and so on and so forth. Or, you know, the Avengers star, you know, now includes Spider-Man as a free bonus on the PlayStation. Well, you see, that's, that's only going to work as a games as a service joint. You, you, you're going to, you can't, you can't sell a traditional Skyrim game and like have one race not be available on one platform that that's gonna you're just gonna piss off more people than you're gonna than you're gonna make happy so there is gonna be i think they're gonna be equal versions as far as the content but there's gonna be some stuff there's 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 gonna be there's gonna be something where it's gonna be like okay if you have your choice you're gonna wanna play this over here you know, it's like and, the, and, like buying the same car, but the, you're getting the Yaris version versus the the GTX version or something, you know, or like you know, you're busting out with a Ford Probe versus you know a Mustang or something. Oh, Ford Probe. <laughs> oh, I wanted a Probe. I'm I wanted a Probe too. Bought, I'm glad I never <laughs> bought one because that was a trash ass car, but I wanted one. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I mean, when when consumer when consumer uh, when when consumers uh, magazine, I mean, when they did the probe, their lowest score is like this black circle with a white dot in the middle of it, and the probe was nearly black circles all across the board <laughs> for their long term reliability. Like, oh, well, it could be worse. It could be a festiva. So, hey, it's a food. It's a festiva. Hey, are well, you on a festiva? One of my good friends had a festiva for a long time, and then sold it to another friend. <laughs> another one of my friends. Did so, it did it break down, or was it? No, still... no. Oh, there you go. Festiva, that festiva lasted go. for quite a while, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny that you're talking about that because I was like Ford Festiva although I, I have no idea how we got onto Ford Festivas but you know hey bad segues <laughs> in the long show what the hell <laughs> yeah. you know so it's like he, he's busting up with the Morrowind Elder Scrolls Morrowind and he's like happy, happier than a pig and you know what <laughs> thanks Joe <laughs> but that, that's news for this episode thank you guys for your patience Awesome. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, folks, as we mentioned, this is the episode where we're going to announce uh, the winners of our contest. Thank you for listening this long. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our intent was to build was to build excitement. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we might have killed it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So exciting and new. Get a contest. Sorry, everybody. But all right, if if I had a soundboard, I would play drum rolls. But because I don't, we're just gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and announce our winners round robin style. So Des, you're up first, man. All righty. Like I might add a drum roll. You know, if 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 you hear a drum roll, I took the time to add one. If not, I'm sorry. <laughs> so our first winner is. <laughs> Fred French, uh, 2017. Yay, Fred. Fred, Mr. Mustard, my friend. All righty. So you're a winner. And next up would be Joe. All right. And our second winner uh, with those two Discord entries, one and only Meep J. And I'm up next. So we've got as our third and final winner... Mike Fowler, 93, a.k.a. Cruisin' Cecil. Cruisin' Cecil. On Cousin Cecil. Cousin Cecil. I'll say, I don't know Cousin where I got the cruise. Okay. <laughs> Cousin Cecil, a.k.a. Mike, Fla- Mike Fowler, 93, on Twitter. You are, a, you are our third and final winner of our contest, so congratulations. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You know so, it. Chicken dinner. So, Joe, so, were, were, these, were these the number of entries they got? they put in as well or was it just you know how you selected them no just uh, the rankings once i used awesome. the random number generator we had a total of 33 entrants on there um, that's awesome course, that's some, some people duplicated because you know, each like if you retweeted 101 or 102 or 103 you each got an individual entrant for each episode that you retweeted Anyone that joined the Discord got an additional two entries as well on there, which is also was calculated into the mix. Or if you are a current member of the Discord prior to the contest, you also got entered as well. So 
So what you're going to want to do when you find out that you are a winner, well, we're going to we're also going to post the winners on our Discord after the show is published. And but also on Twitter. And also on Twitter. But what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to hit us up and this is a good point to bring in our contact information. Yay. Oh, such a wonderful host. <laughs> so you're going to want to send us an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Give us your deets so we can get your prize out to you. That's also the email that you're going to want to use if you've heard anything that you want to comment on, would like to actually be on the show to have your gaming perspective brought out to our listeners and you just want to be part of the show and just goof off with us for an hour or two. <laughs> Gerald, I mean, come hour, on. Hour. When have we ever done an hour show? That's, 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 that's... We've done the hour and a half show, right? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I said an hour or two. It's like, 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 like we're going to be anywhere near an hour with these episodes. But anyway, <laughs> you want to hit us up at gamingvessels at gmail.com. Individually, we have our social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuff71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. I am also at on Xbox Live at Shonuff071, same spelling with 071. You can find me on Steam at Shonuff71, same spelling as before. And I believe I'm missing one that I can't uh, think. Yeah, I think that's all the ones I'm on. Yeah. I mentioned all of them. So, oh, and uh, that PSN, I'm showing up seven S H O N U double F number seven. I don't know why I forgot that one, but I did. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? Yeah, you guys can find me on uh, PSN and Xbox Live when I'm there uh, at uh, Nemo Tigger, N E M O T G G R. And you can find me on, um, you can also find me on Twitter at the Nemo6, T H E N E M O S I X. Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? All right, Twitter, you can hit me up at Joe Fongul, J O E F O N G U L P S N and Steam, Kamunagara, K A M U N A G A R A, Xbox and Ubisoft. You hit me up at Kamunagara, same spelling, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 6995. And last but not least, my Nintendo friend code, 4712-595-31409. All right, all right. And folks, we are also on Spotify right now. So go ahead and uh, switch on your notification to get informed of new episodes released as soon as they come out. So that is another avenue for you to get a hold of our show, that being Spotify. So that is going to bring episode 103 to a close. 104, also, 104. 104. Well, why does it say 103 in the... It says 103 in the... In the, in the okay, 104. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. It is 104. Yeah, okay, 104. We're keeping that, by the way. We're keeping that in. You don't want to edit that out? What are you talking about, man? Mm -mm, It's too much work. It's too much work. The goof-ups means that we're we're real. There you go. I am for real. (laughs) So that's going to bring episode 104 to a close. And also, don't forget to hit it to join our Discord server. Uh, I was negligent in mentioning that. 
no waiting period. You just hit the link, join up, join join up on our our Discord server, and uh, take part in the shenanigans that go on there. Our, we're really happy with the amount of activity that we're seeing on Discord, and we've got a lot of conversations going on on multiple channels. So uh, definitely want to hit us up there. So for Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, and for the Dez, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Bay Area Terror. I am showing up 71 saying that we'll be back next time, next week with a new show. Peace!